everybody, and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and tonight, tonight, oh man, it is an all-guys show tonight, and I could not be more excited because I am joined here tonight by almost the entire podcast for the Bench Warmer Trivia Podcast. We were on their show not too long ago, and now they're here to play with us. So it is going to be an all-Bench Warmers episode here tonight. I am going to be your host, and let's get it started. So before we get over to the guests, I will tell you in my glass tonight, in my Kentucky bourbon trail glass, I have got a healthy little pour of 1792's full proof bourbon. This is a Lucan store pick right here in Tampa, Florida. It is a wonderful mixer. It is a really strong pour. So if you're in the area, check it out. But 1792 is quickly becoming one of my favorite distilleries. But you've heard from Looks me like in the eight past. Eight fingers full. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a good little pour. <laughs> You've heard from me a lot already. Let's start off here to my left. We have got team number one. It is Dan and Scott. Dan, my friend, how are you and what's in your glass? I am doing outstanding tonight. I'm looking forward to playing some trivia that's not sports related. I mean, I love my sports trivia, but um, my bread and butter is actually non-sports stuff. I'm probably the third best sports trivia guy on my normal trivia team. So um, tonight I don't have a glass. I've got a can, tall boy, of uh, Red Hill Amber Ale from Cabarrus Brewing Company here in uh, Cabarrus County, North Carolina. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm a big Amber Ale fan when I could drink it's, beer. It's, it's quite good, actually. And this is the first one I've had. And um, I, took a, I took a shot with it, and it's so far the shot's working out. <laughs> what did you take a shot of? Oh, I'm taking a shot with the beer. Oh. But... If you want me to take a shot later, I guess I can. Do I thought that. we had like That's an Irish car bomb thing going here. I'm like, what would you drink with an amber uh, amber uh, ale? I was a little shocked. All right, Scott, my friend, you kicked my ass in trivia. It's my turn to try and kick yours. How you doing? And what's in your glass? I'm doing well, Chris. I'm excited to be here. Like you alluded to, I hosted that game that featured you gentlemen on our Benchwarmers Trivia podcast. And honestly, I had a blast. Not only was it a close game, but on, it was just a lot of fun. I think we ended up going well over four hours, just oh. kind of, you know, messing around and, and having a good time. So if, if this is half as fun as I had there, it's going to be a good time. As far as what's in my glass, I am abstaining tonight because my plan is to go really, really hard on New Year's Eve. So I'm preparing myself <laughs> for that. Some of us pregame New Year's. Just throwing that out there, Scott. Fair. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, handle your high. Do whatever you do. No shame here. Before we kick it over to Marcus and Eric, Scott, tell us where our folks can find Benchwarmers at. Uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, anything like that. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter uh, at BenchwarmersTP. And then we also have a Facebook group called The Bench uh, for people to come in and support the show and, you know, put little articles up there that I personally don't read, but everyone else seems to enjoy them. So <laughs> if you want to come and interact with the other seven bench warmers, uh, please do so and join The Bench. Yeah, Scott's too good for us. Scott's way too good for that. Dan, you said you're the third best on the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. We have four of you on here. So how, which one no, of you No, no, no. I'm the third best than? on my trivia team, oh. my national trivia team. Oh. So I put... Uh, Wesley Wells and uh, and um, Philip Sanford ahead of me, even. Yeah, I, oh Wesley, oh, that man is smart. Yeah, that's a smart man. Heading over yeah, to my right, 
We've got Marcus. Marcus, uh, tried to go drink with drink with me in your episode, and uh, that we already talked how that didn't end well for either of us. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. Um, enjoying. Uh, I get a I get a week off here from work, so um, I will be partaking tonight, and uh, I'm very much looking forward. Uh, you know, Dan Dan mentioned it. Um, I do love sports trivia. I I do, but it is nice to dip my toe in general trivia and. I've done that a couple times on a couple of other podcasts, and so we'll see how tonight goes. I'm I'm glad I got Eric with me to pick me up because I'm sure he's going to need to at some point. <laughs> um, but in my glass um, is an eggnog uh, concoction of my own making because I had some left over from Christmas. Uh, so what we have is um, Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog mix, which is about, I don't know, 30 proof, I think. And with it, I have uh, some club soda and brown sugar bourbon, and specifically the 103 proof brown sugar bourbon. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be feeling pretty toasty here in a few. What distillery is that from? I want that in my life now. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> let me get back to you by the end of this episode okay. <laughs> of, uh, where you can find it. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. I believe they're based out of Washington, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, as I'm here in the Seattle area, um, but. Yeah, highly recommend it. Brown sugar bourbon. It's fantastic. I, if I can find it, I will have that, and I will gladly drink it. <laughs> All right, you brought him up. The man, the myth, the legend, Eric. How you doing? I'm exhausted. Um, I normally <laughs> am anytime I come on any of these, even our own recordings, um, but I'm on like two hours sleep, so hopefully this uh, this wine that I got going right now is going to either knock me out or hook, wake me up. I don't know if it's going to do either. Uh, but we'll find out. Um, and it's, I won this actually um, at a trivia night, and it's the only reason I'm drinking it is just figured. And it's called Girl and Dragon. It's from Argentina. It doesn't taste good, but I mean, I I guess that's what I get for sitting on it for like four years. But so is it, is it a Malbec by chance? I know Argentina's got yes, yes, it is. Yes, that's I... what it is. And I'm I'm not a big drinker. I I could have like busted it open a, a Heineken, but I figured that it wouldn't be interesting to anyone especially marcus who does not enjoy a good heineken like i do um but yeah so this this wine should uh help it'll tie you over i'm a big <laughs> fan of malbec I, I malbec and cabernet are my two favorites uh you're in a, you're in good good hands as far as i'm concerned good. there we go so ladies and gentlemen we have got our standard four rounds of trivia uh we are going to start with our pregame our pregame for those of you that don't know it's five questions, two points apiece, and it's going to be a yes or no answer. So for the pregame, we're going to face off. It's going to be Dan and Marcus taking questions one, three, and five. Scott and Eric are taking questions two and four. This is very fast-paced, and I will tell you your pregame category is the closest you will get to a sports question tonight. All right. <laughs> This is pretty oh, yeah. straightforward. All you have to do is tell me, were these sports movies nominated for an Academy Award? And we're going to start with Dan and Marcus. Your movie is Invictus. I'm locked in. Marcus, what do you think? All right. I figured Dan would lock in because he probably knows this. Um, I have not seen Invictus. I know it's highly regarded. But, man, is it rare to me for a sports movie to be nominated. Um, 
Is this best picture? Do, uh, sorry, let me clarify. Did, did you say best picture? Any Academy or, Award nomination. Ooh. Oh, okay. That changes a little bit. Um, all right. Uh, it's a 50-50. I'm not going to waste everybody's time here. I'm going to say no. Dan, what did you say? Um, yes, it was. I think uh, Matt Damon was nominated for it. Matt Damon was definitely nominated for Best Supporting Actor, along with Morgan Freeman for Best Actor. The correct answer is yes. All right. Scott and Eric, you're up next. Your movie is Warrior. I'm locked in. All right. Scott, talk it out. No, I lost you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh boy! Um, I don't even know what this movie is, so I'm gonna say because I don't know what it is that it didn't. So I'm gonna say no, and I'll lock in with that. Eric's locked in. No, Scott, what did you lock in with? I also locked in with no. I I know the movie, but I don't think it was as highly regarded as Invictus or a lot of other ones. So I, I went with no. So Warrior, if you have not seen it, is one of my top ten favorite movies, and I'm a movie guy. I love film, but that movie is like the epitome of what a sports movie should be because it's. Not about the sport at all. The sport is an ancillary character telling the story of a broken family trying to come to terms with what happened, the trauma in their past. Phenomenal story. It did earn an Academy Award nomination for Nick Nolte for Best Supporting Actor. And uh, he has a heartbreaking scene at the end of that movie that, like, oh, my God. If you have not seen Warrior, go rent Warrior. Get the, spend the $3 on Amazon. You'll thank me later. All right. You're that's a uh, that's Joel Edgerton, right? Joel Edgerton, Tom Hardy. Yep. Okay. Yep. Your third movie, and this is for Dan and for Marcus, is Mystery Alaska. I'll lock in. All right, Dan, talk it out. I want to say no to this, and I think I'm going to go ahead and say no. Was not. All right. Dan is pulling an Alexander Hamilton. He doesn't know how to say no to this. Marcus, what do you think? Uh, I agree. I saw this movie once. I thought it was okay. And I feel like other people would think it's okay. So I also said no. All right. Well, the movie did star Russell Crowe and Burt Reynolds, along with Hank Azaria and, oh, what's that kid's name? Doesn't matter. The answer is no. Uh, Mystery Alaska, another one of my favorite sports movies, did not get an Academy Award nomination. All right, Scott, Eric, your movie is Bull Durham. <laughs> of course it is. Podcast favorite. <laughs> of course it is. I- I've listened before, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in. All right. Eric, talk it out. Scott. Scott I, I yes, cannot I, I'm looking over at Scott because I can't see his face, so I can't see when his lips move. And Eric, your video is being very choppy, so I don't know who's actually talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm actually on the fence about this one because there's so many people that love this movie. And I wonder if that, if one of the reasons is because it was nominated for some sort of award. Then on the other hand, I don't like this movie. So it, it's hard for me to say that it was because I don't think it deserves to be. I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. Eric, what'd you say? I went the other way. I feel like it has has to has to have been at least something. So I, I said yes. 
Bull Durham was nominated for Best Original Screenplay, and the fact that you guys don't like that movie does break my heart just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All right. I've, I've, nev- I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It is all. It is completely about minor league baseball and the minor league baseball experience, so I, I, I loved it. I've seen two Kevin Costner baseball movies, one being Field of Dreams and the other one being Draft Day, so... <laughs> <laughs> Eric swears by draft day. Wow. Okay, well, some of our teams are having trouble with the curve. Your last movie is Eight Men Out, a callback from my time on your podcast. Dan and Marcus was Eight Men Out nominated for an Academy Award. Mm, I'm going to lock in. Dan, you're up. I... I was paying attention to movies at this point. I don't remember that one getting one. So I'm going to go no again on this one. And Marcus. Um, I was basing this on one thing. I've seen it. um, And when the only actor I can think of off the top of my head is D.B. Sweeney, uh, I'm going to go with no. So I also said no. John Cusack? Yeah, see? Exactly. (laughs) I can't. I couldn't remember. That was the, the one actor that I could remember. It was not John Cusack. <laughs> you are both one hundred percent accurate. The really boring movie Eight Men Out was not nominated for an Academy Award. So that means heading out of our pregame, we have got a score of six to six, and we're heading into our first round. I will remind our contestants: each team, each half, will have one rebound. After I read the question to the other team, if you want to lock in your rebound, you will. Have the opportunity to do so. Uh, And then if the other team gets it wrong and your rebound is right, you will steal their points. We're going to go into round one and we're going to alternate back and forth. Now, because uh, we usually go with whoever's trailing will get the first question, we have a tie game right now. So I am going to make the universal decision and say Marcus and Eric are going to get the first round of questions here, or the first question here. And your categories in round one are going to be in Shakespeare Music-ish, geography, and science. Marcus and Eric, which category do you want? <laughs> oh, Marcus, uh, geography and science, I'm fairly strong in, so music-ish, yeah, music-ish oh. scares me, so. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. What? If that's geography? a strong category for you, I'm good. I'm which, good. which one do you want, science or geography? Let's go science. That's my work. So okay. Yes. Okay. All right. They have chosen to go with science. Here is your science question. Basiliscus is a genus of lizard more commonly referred to as the Jesus lizard. Why does it have that nickname? Dan and Scott, do either one of you want to log in your rebound? Nope. Nope. All right. Marcus, Eric, talk it out. <laughs> All right. It's it's gotta be uh isn't a basilisk like a mythical um kind of snake creature? No, you know what it is? It's it's one of those it's one of those lizards that can run across water. Okay. Yeah, if you, if that's a if you feel good about that, I'm good. Right? I mean you 
I've seen like those on those national. Yeah, teams. no, I've absolutely seen. Yeah, the lizards that just sprint across. Yeah, so and that yeah. would go with Jesus for walking on water, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, that is that is allegedly. <laughs> so I've heard. So yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lock in with uh, you know, they they walk on water, I guess. And just like that, we've lost all of our Bible Belt re- listeners. <laughs> All right. And you are 100% correct. It is the lizard that can run across the top of the water. Nicely done. Uh, and I'm going to say, Marcus, I'm assuming you're not a big Harry Potter fan because the basilisk was the giant snake from uh, Chamber of Secrets. That's what, yeah, I, that's what I that's what I thought. I, I was like, I think it's something mythical or something like that. It, I read the books and that was when I was in eighth grade or something. Oh, so. my God. How old are you? I am 32. <laughs> I've spent more time in Harry Potter world in Orlando than I have watching any Harry Potter movies. <laughs> oh, and I was only and I was only there for like an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> they got the ten points. Dan and Scott, do you want Shakespeare, music ish, or geography? I think we'll take geography. Here is your geography question. At just shy of 3 million square miles, what is the largest country by land area that is solely in the Southern Hemisphere? Eric and Marcus, do you want to rebound? No, no. No, no. rebound is lodged. Dan and Scott, talk it out. Gotta be Australia, Scott. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else area-wise that that's would, entirely that in the... right. Brazil is not entirely in the southern hemisphere. The right. equator crosses it. That was my initial thought, but yeah, I, I know that it's in the middle of the equator. Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, Argentina's fairly large, but I don't think it's bigger than Australia. No, I don't think it either. My my brother used to live in South America, so I, you know, I. And and there's there's a few the countries Africa. in southern Africa that are pretty large, but again, I don't think I don't think any of them are larger than Australia. Yeah, I'm I I'm good with Australia. I mean, we know Australia is large. We know it entirely. It it seems to it fits the criteria. Australia is in the top ten. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I I right. trust I trust you. All right, let's go with Australia then. They have gone with Australia. So the fifth largest country in the world from land area is Brazil. But Dan is dead on balls accurate. The equator does run through the north end of it. The sixth largest country in the world is Australia. Nicely done. We have got a dead heat as we go into the second half of round one. Now we're going to bring this over to Marcus and Eric. The two they wanted to avoid. Do you want music-ish or Shakespeare? Music-ish. We're not. This isn't a discussion, right? Yeah. yeah. Unless okay. it's Romeo and Juliet. I mean, <laughs> and the answer is Romeo and Juliet. I got nothing. All right. I think we're going to go with music-ish. Music-ish. Here is your question. What Rock and Roll Hall of Famer got as much attention for her hat as she did her version of My Country Tis of Thee at Barack Obama's 2009 inauguration? This was four years after receiving the Presidential Medal of Freedom for her contributions to our nature's cultural and artistic heritage. Dan and Scott, do you want to rebound? 
What do you think, Scott? No, I don't. I don't think so. All right, Marcus and Eric, talk it out. What do you got? I'm 85% on this. Then it's Aretha Franklin. I was in in that area of, of people. I was just going through my head of kind of Motown era. And obviously, you'd usually start with Aretha. I picture and, her giant hat at his, you know, and I think that was it. I think she got a lot of attention for some giant, like, huge hat. At least it's not Fergie attention for the Star Spangled Banner. I think we <laughs> no, can agree is... that... <laughs> I th- I think we can agree that that's the you want hat attention, not that attention. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm good with Aretha Franklin. That's kind of where my head right. was. So let's do it. All right. They have locked in with Aretha Franklin, and that is a correct answer. It is a gigantic hat that looks like a giant bow was crossed was uh, tied across the top of it. Ten points for Gryffindor. As we head over to Slytherin, Dan and Who's Scott. That? How did we get to be Slytherin? <laughs> oh, you were Slytherin into yeah, my Dan, DMs Dan earlier. So. Like a Hufflepuff to me. <laughs> it's a my Hufflepuff. fault, Dan. It's my fault. I, sh- I showed him such a bad time when they came on. Okay, stop being a Ravenclaw. Here, I am a Ravenclaw, but hey, that's all right. Let's do this. <laughs> did this turn did this did this turn into a Spanish podcast? Because I don't know anything that's being said right now. He obviously spent one hour. In Diagon Alley, and that's it. <laughs> All right, here is your question in Shakespeare. Dan and Scott, the crown jewel of England during the Renaissance was obviously William Shakespeare. His words have influenced modern writings and ideologies for generations, but in what Shakespeare play did the phrase cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war come from? Marcus and Eric, do you want to rebound? Definitely not. Marcus is just shaking his head no. Nope. No, All thank right. you. Dan and Scott, and I can reread the question if you want or just give you the quote. It's up to you. Um, I know it, Scott. So, Well, there we go. We don't need you to reread it. Dan, fire away, buddy. It's, uh, it's from Julius Caesar. And I feel like I just got stabbed in the back because that is a correct answer. <laughs> Nicely done. Your score is heading out of round one. Stop me if you've heard this before, but we have a tie. It is 26 to 26. We are moving into round two, and round two, Dan and Scott will be going first. Your round two categories are television, dendrology, music, and food. And if the four of you don't know what dendrology is and the four of you all say you want a definition, I am happy to provide it. But that needs to be unanimous. No. I know what it is, so yeah. I don't, okay. we don't need to give it. All right. Television, dendrology, music, and food. Dan and Scott, what category do you want? What sounds good to you, Scott? Honestly, I don't hate any of them. I'm trying to think strategy-wise what we may want to leave for them. Okay. Because I, I, Again, I, I, I like all four of these, actually. I mean, I, I certainly love food. Well, I'm a... I like I'm I'm a trained chef. I don't know if you know that or not. I do now. Yeah. So. Uh, so you're cooking at the potluck, right? For the yeah, the sure. When, yeah, when we have our party. Let's see. <laughs> so you want to? I mean, you're uh, a music I, guy, so. Right. I my, my my thought is with you being a trained chef, maybe we don't take food. We hit him on a rebound 
with yeah, the food. We, so we have an advantage there, and we take one off the table that they might get. Like TV, Eric's a, a good, a big TV guy. That's he loves true. The Office. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. So why don't pick, we? Why don't we take one, TV? One, We're gonna take TV. They're going with television. Here is your round two television question. Postman Pat was a British television's TV show that focused on Pat Clifton, a postman in what fictional town? That town shares a name with a fictional college from an NBC sitcom and also the fictional town in Netflix's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Eric and Marcus, do you want to rebound? What do you think? You got anything? I have nothing. I have an idea, but I'm not sure enough, so I say no. Okay. They have opted not to use their rebound. Dan and Scott, talk it out. All right, so NBC sitcom fictional. Is it Community? Yeah, I think it's going to be Greendale. Yeah, my first thought when he said that was it's got to be Community. All right, yeah, let's go with Greendale then. And they have picked up on the hint. It is Greendale. Nicely done. Ten points to Slitherclaw. (laughs) Grifflepuff? We're bringing this over... To Marcus and Eric, do you want dendrology, music, or food? I like music. <laughs> Me too. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with music. Well, it does make the people come together. Here is your music question. John Bonham was 30 years old when he tragically died after consuming roughly 40 shots of vodka in a 24-hour period. Rolling Stone magazine ranked him number one on their list of the greatest drummers of all time. What band was he a founding member of and played with up until his tragic death? Dan and Scott, do you wish to rebound? Yes. The rebound is locked. Marcus and Eric, talk it out. I think I just saw one of those random videos on uh, Facebook. You know, you scroll through and you fall in a wormhole. Yeah. Um, One from Pawn Stars where somebody was selling a Led Zeppelin album, and I think pretty sure this name came up with as it being signed by him and all the other members yes so you go yeah with I, no, yeah i agree all right let's go with uh led zeppelin they have locked in led zeppelin wow it is that kind of night you mean red zeppelin <laughs> all right, red all right. <laughs> they've locked in zach efron okay <laughs> Lion face, er, lemon face. Ooh. They have locked in Led Zeppelin. Dan, what was your rebound answer? It was Led Zeppelin. It's because the correct answer is, in fact, Led Zeppelin. Marcus and Eric get the 10 points. Dan and Scott are not charged the rebound. And your remaining categories are food or dendrology. Yeah, I'll I think take, this time we take, food. we take food, yeah. They are taking food. Here is your food question in round two. While most mozzarella cheese is made from cow's milk, traditionally it is only made from the Italian breed of what mammal? Eric and Marcus, do you wish to rebound? I think we can. Their rebound has been locked. Dan and Scott, talk it out. So the official name or like the long name of mozzarella is um, mozzarella, like, di buffala. I'm pretty sure it's a buffalo. Sounds good to me. I've got a Bill's hat right behind me, so let's do it. And Eric loves loves the buffalo, you know, so we'll go with buffalo. All right, they have locked in buffalo. 
Eric, you locked in the rebound for your team. What was your answer? I thought it was goat, but I could be wrong. Maybe just all the recipes I was looking up over the last two months because I've been looking to make mozzarella cheese. <laughs> and a lot of it calls for goat milk, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, Eric locked in with Tom Brady. <laughs> no, no. Joe Montana fans, really? All right. <laughs> Ken Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've got a little bit of line of separation here between this. The correct answer is, in fact, the Italian water buffalo. Dan, I'm going to give you points. Eric and Marcus, you are not charged your rebound, but that is the end of the half, so you will not get that rebound back. And that means, Marcus and Eric, you are stuck with dendrology. Here is your question. The bark of what tree, native to Asia but planted anywhere there is a moist climate, is known as nature's aspirin due to it containing salicin, which is used in medicine as a pain reliever. Dan and Scott, do you wish to rebound? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, may as well then. And the rebound is locked in. Eric and Marcus talk it out. So I'm an uncultured swine, so I didn't know what dendrology was. Um <laughs> So now that I know what it is, study of wooded I, plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now that I know that, I know that I definitely don't know the answer. <laughs> it's, Again, um, uncultured swine. I've heard this before. I'm pretty sure it's. it's I think it's a willow tree. I agree with you. In case you were curious. Um, crap. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to... It's... Is it a yeah. pussy willow? I don't think so. Okay, just a willow tree. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to check in with willow tree. They have checked in with the willow tree. Dan, what was your rebound answer? Uh, funny enough, I rebounded with willow. I almost, almost threw a Harry Potter reference in here because of the Whomping Willow in the uh, Harry willow. Potter books, but I did not. But the correct answer is, in fact, the Willow Tree. Nicely done. Ten points to Eric and Marcus as the perfect game continues, and I'm saying that to curse you if you can't tell. <laughs> 46 to 46 as we head into halftime. Here's how your halftime question is going to go. I'm going to read you a question. It's got four possible answers. You'll get five points for each correct answer that you can provide. Your halftime category is finally putting my MBA to good use. Here is your halftime question. Publicly traded corporations in the U.S. typically maintain four basic financial statements. One shows what a company owns or owes at a given point in time. One shows how much money a company made and spent over a set period of time. One shows the exchange of money between the company and the outside world. And the fourth shows the changes in interest of the company's shareholders over time. I want you to give me the name of these four basic financial statements. All right, Dan and Scott, they have locked in. You can feel free to talk out the remainder of your answer. All right, so we've got the balance sheets for the first one, right? For the, yep, made spent over a set time. And then I think we said, um, I, mean, I got to look over here, income statements. Yep. 
Um, yep. We said cash flow. Yeah, the cash flow for the third one. And then, I don't know, we, we're starting to wonder, we're starting to wonder if we even know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I think maybe we just, I don't know if there are more words with it, but equity sounds we have to but this is a adjacent a financial statement right this is we have to say what kind of a statement it is so is it an equity statement is that yeah why not i don't own a business so yeah well eric did find that we kind of do a very very small one well Um, but matt handles all that dorky stuff nerd alert I will try not to take All that right, so... offensively. <laughs> no, that was just a shot at Matt. All right, Love so we're going to go balance sheets, income statements, cash flow, and the equity statement. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I feel pretty good about some of those and not great about the others. I want to make sure I heard that correct. So I've got the balance sheet. What was the second one? Was it income statement? Income statement. All right. And then the cash flows and the equity statement. Is that right? Yes. All right. Marcus and Eric, what were the four you locked in with? So, I mean, did do, the, do these need to be in an order? No. Because <laughs> we, had, we had income. Uh, we had cash flow. We had balance. And we had equity. Okay, so there are three basic financial statements that most companies will maintain if they're operating in the U.S. Those three basic financial statements are, for one, the one that shows what a company owns or owes at a given point in time is called the balance sheet. The balance sheet, for those that don't know, is usually set up or is always set up as assets equal liabilities plus shareholder equity. Uh, for smaller companies that may not have shareholders, it's just assets equal liabilities. Uh, the income statement. Is a correct answer. That shows the income a company has earned over the year, typically a year, uh, whatever the fiscal year for that company is, and it shows the costs and expenses associated with operating and earning that income. The third one is called the statement of cash flows. The statement of cash flows shows the inflows and outflows of cash for that company. And the fourth one, I cannot award points because it's a little bit more nuanced than just saying equity. It's a statement of shareholder equity. The shareholder equity will actually track what your shareholders make. Not every company will will do that one, which is why I added in the question, publicly traded companies. Okay. So we have three out of four for both teams. You guys got the, the main We'd, three, though, which is awesome. You should feel good about yourselves. That's so met. That's, that's, it's sad for us because Eric actually said that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then said, yeah, equity. And I was, yeah, okay, I'm not sure because I'm a dummy. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, equity would be reported on, if it was just straight equity, it would be reported on one of the other statements. The shareholder equity is what yeah. we're looking for. We're looking for dividends and things of that nature that are given to the shareholders directly. This is this is a this is a Pete Weber situation all over again, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Pete Weber's a jerk. That SOB. Dick Weber, on the other hand. Are we fans of Chris Weber? Glass act. <laughs> All right. 
Your score is heading out of halftime. Stop me if you've heard this before. We are tied. It is 61 to 61. Heading into round three, your categories are classic movies, SNL, candy, and music and theater, but not musical theater. And Dan and Scott, we're starting with you. Which category do you want? And I will remind both teams, you do have one rebound for the second half. I'm a, what do you, what do you think? I'm a big fan of musical theater, but I'm not right. going <laughs> to. No, I don't know. Um, I figure that we'll probably do well on movies. Uh, I mean, you'll probably do well in classic movies. I don't watch movies that were made before I was born. Okay. I may have misspoke. It's classic movies, not classical mu- movies. There's Sorry, nothing yes, on here no. about Beethoven, Bach, or no. any of the original OG composers. Okay. Uh, Dan, er- Eric's a big SNL guy. So we just let him have that? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not a huge SNL guy. I, I mean, are... I know some, but not... I don't, you if, know, if you I, feel I, like you can hold your own with it, I'll be of some help, but not. I know people that have been on SNL, but I, I, if it's more so, if the question's more tailored towards like who plays this person in that skit, then I think I'd rather just let him have that than risk us having to have it, sure. and he gets to steal our points. Eric right. is cackling over here, just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> Scott um, knows so... people that have been on SNL. That that, that narrows it down to about. I don't the guests. I mean, like the cast members. Oh, all right. <laughs> the Rock. All right, Scott. So, a lot of cast members. Candy. I man, I like candy. Uh, I, I like candy. I want so, candy. I was gonna say, you want to bow wow wow this? <laughs> all right, let's do candy. Okay, and the fat guy is feeling personally attacked as we go into round three. Your category is in candy. Toblerone candy bars are known for their yellow packaging, big red letters, and a mountain as its logo. If you look closely at the logo, though, you will see what animal. Eric, Marcus, do you want to rebound? No, thank you, Marcus. No, I have an idea. Like, I've seen enough of these, but I, I, I don't feel confident enough to use the rebound on this one, so... And the skinniest person on the show just said he's seen a lot of Toblerone bars, and I feel like crap. <laughs> Dan and Scott. I don't eat. I don't eat chocolate. I don't eat chocolate. <laughs> oh, you just look at it as you walk by it on your way to the salads. I get it. Thank I you. I know people who like chocolate. <laughs> Literally everyone around me. <laughs> Dan and Scott, talk it out. All right. So, um, you know this guy? I, I. You know what? I never examine the wrappers of, of my candy bars as closely as apparently I should have. This is more of a box than a wrapper, but, you know, um, triangle box. <laughs> I, I, I've seen them, of course. I'm... Um, so it's in the, um, it's in like the silhouette of the mountain, and it's a, it's a bear standing up. Okay. With its hands, like, extended. Its paws, I guess they would be. Sounds good. Right. So it's a bear. They have locked in with Bear, and that is a correct answer. Nicely done. So it is a uh, a white mountain with like a grayish bear kind of etched in the middle of it, and I did not know that until my wife pointed it out in the grocery store, 
And this was back before the world went to hell and we could actually go to grocery stores. All right. Eric and Marcus, do you want SNL, classic movies, or music and theater, but not musical theater? So you heard them, Marcus. Right. So do you want to save that one? I mean, we can, but it depends on how well you feel about the other stuff. So he said, it's not classical, it's classic. So, oh, but you don't like stuff, so... (laughs) Stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I mean, like generally, things people think of as classic. I get. If you want to go with SNL, we can go with SNL. No, um, we don't have to. I'm, I'm good with going with no, whatever. No, 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 no. It's gonna be I, answered. I was, I was thinking these. from. I was thinking from the strategy angle, but I'm, I'm good if you want to go to go with SNL. I we I say we can we can leave it for them. Okay. So so it's classic movies and just music in general. Music theater, music. But not music. Oh. Theater. Music in theater, but not musical theater. How do you feel about that? I like music. <laughs> we established that earlier. Uh, I love Lamb. Do you, okay, so of those two, what do you feel more comfortable with? Probably the music. Okay. I say we do that. Since they seem to be scared of SNL because of you, then let's let's go music and theater. And Yeah, so we'll go music and theater. They're going with music and theater, but not musical theater. A question I was... Sh- Pretty locked in on being the last question we were going to ask, but we're going to ask it here in the second part of round three. Here is your question. Did you know that the band 21 Pilots got their name from an Arthur Miller play that frontman Tyler Joseph read while at Ohio State? Name this play in which the main character supplies faulty airline parts during World War II, thus causing 21 airplanes to crash in Australia. Dan and Scott, do you wish to rebound? I I don't I don't think so. I I think we should wait. All right, they are not using their rebound. Marcus and Eric, talk it out. <laughs> oh, all right. I can, I, I, I okay. can name. I can name. Yep. No, I can't name any plays. Maybe one. Twelve Angry Men. Is that a play? Is, is this? Mm-hmm. Is that it? After, they, uh, after jury duty, did somebody um, go and sell airplane parts? No, the only one that I can think of where somebody would be selling stuff would be Death of a Salesman. But I've never seen it. I, I know. know. You know what? That's a play? Yeah. Okay. I know that's not. I don't believe that's selling. Okay. That's not that. Um, I know South Pacific. I know Rent. I know... Uh, <laughs> um. Other stuff, fan, fan of the opera. I know those are lot. those are those are musicals. Oh right? yeah, we're thinking of just plays. Yeah 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 yeah. You're right. Oh balls. Um, you want to just go with Romeo and Juliet and just cross our fingers? <laughs> I have no idea what this could possibly be. <laughs> I'm glad we jumped on this grenade for them. I hope you guys appreciate what we're doing for you. Right. They don't um, even have to talk about it. Just, this no, just sound ridiculous. No, no, no. Um, of mice and men. Uh, hold on, give me, give me like twenty seconds. All right, go. Um, thanks. He said to his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I said that last night. <coughs> uh, uh, can we just say South Pacific, just because? I'm fine with it. All right, we're gonna. 
lock in but, this up. It's just what? but just know that I wanted to go with Romeo and Juliet just in case they had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just in case anybody is confused, Eric wanted to go with Romeo and Juliet. I'll lock in with South Pacific. They have locked in with South Pacific. Unfortunately, that is not a correct answer. Um, you are actually a lot closer with Death of a Salesman because that is an Arthur Miller play. It's probably his best known. Uh, Dan and Scott, do you guys have a guess at all? Uh, well, if are you saying it wasn't? Um, are you saying it's not Death of a Salesman? It's not I had Death it down to salesman. two. Okay, then my other guess would have been um, All My Sons. It is, in fact, All My Sons. You should have locked in your rebound. I, I would have gone Death of a Salesman, though, I think. I that It was purposefully <laughs> tricky because it was about selling airline parts, and Death of a Salesman, unless you've seen either play, would sound like it's the right answer. I, I only know three Arthur Miller plays. Was the other Death one The Crucible? And, the and it wasn't The Crucible, so. Yeah. What's the other one? Death Romeo of a Salesman. Juliet. Death of a Salesman. The all Crucible my sons and all my sons. Oh, and yeah. the Crucible. Okay, you said it wasn't the Crucible. I thought you said it wasn't the Crucible. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. So you guys almost got there. You had the right. You actually, when you said all, when you said all my, uh, all my sons, when you said Death of a Salesman, you had the right author. Uh, you picked the wrong. I, I've never heard of All My Sons, so I wouldn't have gotten there. I was just that was like I thought that was Arthur Miller, and once Eric said that it's not that, I I was just like, hey, that's an Arthur Miller play that I know. I think I should just go with that. And then he said, no, I'm pretty sure that's not it. So then I went to musicals because I'm an uncultured swine. It's okay. As previously mentioned. The thespian in the group will not take offense. As we move into the rest of round three, do you want classic movies or SNL, Dan and Scott? Probably classic movies, right? I, I'm more comfortable with classic music. Mu- classic musies. Classic musies. <laughs> classic musies? Classic, classic musings? <laughs> Yeah, let's go class. Dan, what's in your glass? Uh, nothing now. It's empty. So <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, we'll go with classic movies. They're going with classic movies. Here is your question. Tom, Dick, and Harry are the names of tunnels in what World War II film that was based on a 1950 book of the same name by author Paul Black Brickhill? By author Paul Brickhill. This book and movie shares a name with an album that was released in 1995 by The Blur. Marcus and Eric, do you wish to lodge a rebound? No Blur fans over here? Okay. I do, just, yeah, no. No rebound has been lodged. Dan and Scott talk it out. All right. Dan's got that face that, like, he knows uh... I got that. It's my resting know this face. Um, so there's um, a movie based on a book where the whole premise is they're 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 digging out um, through tunnels, and that would be the Great Escape. I'm pretty sure I remember Tom, Dick, and Harry being the names of those three tunnels. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm I'm fairly I, confident with that. I've heard of the book and the movie, The Great Escape. I'm not familiar with the Blur album, but I I do know that it You're it's not. a World War II movie. No, I'm not unfortunately, but maybe I'll give it a listen. But I no, I I I think that's right. I know that it's about World War II, The Great Escape. So yeah, yeah, we'll go with we'll check it with the Great Escape. Check in. That's our that's our show. I'm so used to that. I know. I'm pretty sure we, I've used the phrase lock, lock in, in here, multiple yeah, we lock times in, yeah. on your show. 
And the correct answer is, in fact, the great escape. Nicely done, nicely done. Ten points to Dan and Scott as we leave the SNL question to Marcus and Eric. I will remind both teams you still have your rebound. Here is your SNL question. What famous actor and SNL alum was the first person to say the line, live from New York, it's Saturday night? Dan and Scott, do you wish to rebound? I won it because to no, me, I can't let's... narrow it down. Yeah, I, I don't know it for sure. I, I have a guess, but I don't want to. Yep. I'd rather hold on to it. No rebound lodged. Marcus, Eric, talk it out. It's either Bill Murray or Chevy Chase, but I think it's Chevy Chase. Okay. No complaints here. I was thinking it was somebody early like that. So if you, yeah, if you feel that it's Chevy Chase, then we can go with that. I'm trying to picture. I've seen it. It's got to be. It's got to be. Okay. Yeah, let's let's lock in with Chevy Chase. They have locked in with Chevy Chase. So I don't think Bill Murray was in the original cast of SNL. I think he came in in season two. That's why I moved away from it, yeah. So uh, it could have been, as far as I'm concerned, Chevy Chase or Dan Aykroyd, who was in the original cast. But it was, in fact, Chevy Chase. Nicely done. So we are heading into round four. Your scores... Dan and Scott have 81. Marcus and Eric have 71. A little bit of separation. And I'm going to tell you real quick that round four was written and submitted by my little brother, Jeffrey Ligori, and it is more of a puzzle round. Your category for round four is called Smells Like Team Spearmint. I'm going to give you a real brief introduction about how this round is going to go and how you can piece together getting the answer. This round, every question will have two parts. The first will be a clue to a word, and the second will be a clue to what the word sounds like. For example, the clue might be the 33rd president of the United States sounds like a factual male. If I said that, what would your answer be? Truman. True man. Truman would be the correct answer. Each correct answer is worth 10 points. And I'm going to tell you right now, your categories are, there are two in the category of food. One is a very generic food. The other is fruit. So I'm calling one fruit, one food. The third is in music and the fourth is in U.S. history. Marcus and Eric, which puzzle do you want to solve? What are you thinking? Music? Or food. <laughs> um, I want to be useful to you in some way. So I would like to probably go music because I've basically been as um, as useful as a mannequin so far. So Uncultured swine, I think, is what you uh, said. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with music. They're going with music. Here is your music clue. We'll call it a clue. The Maroon 5 song containing the lyrics, I can smell your scent for miles, sounds like a certain orphan and where one might shop for gifts. I know it. You know it? Uh, yeah, I know the lyrics, so yeah. 
The rebound is locked. Marcus and Eric talk it out. What do you got, Marcus? I can hear the song in my head. I know Adam Levine sings in Maroon 5. That's about as far as I go. (laughs) This is that weird video. Every girl was obsessed with it, I believe. I thought that was That's every, every Maroon 5 video, yeah. Eric. Oh, all right. All right. So we got it narrowed down to every Maroon 5 song. Right. Sounds like an orphan, a, a certain orphan. So our famous orphans are Annie and... Oh, it's or... animals then. All right. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. Glad I could be of service. <laughs> <laughs> like Yes. Yeah. There, yeah, wow. we're the Elmo version of Maroon 5 by Marcus Ellis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was about to ask if Adam Levine was on the other call. I mean, sounded just like him. All right. And uh, Marcus and Eric, what are we going with? We're, we're locking in with animals. Dan, what was your guess? Yeah, we said animals as well. And the correct answer is animals. Nicely done. You're able to piece it together. And I love, I love the teamwork. Because one of you got the back end, one of you got the front end. You were like a horse on Halloween. Nicely done. I was the ass end. We know. <laughs> well, that was harsh. <laughs> I've been drinking. I think, he's, I think he's saying that because I have a sweet ass. Actually, that's pretty true. I've seen it yes, on Instagram. It it's great. Dan There's and crap. Scott, do you want fruit? Food or U.S. history? You know what I want. You're a trained chef. Give it to me. All right, let's do it. We'll go food. Okay, so food and not fruit. Is that correct? Food and not fruit. Fruit's not a food. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Here is your food question. The salad containing apples, celery, walnuts, and grapes... Sounds like a Pink Floyd album and a friend of Snow White's. Marcus and Eric, do you wish to rebound? I do. The rebound yeah. is locked. <laughs> Dan and Scott talk it out. Yeah, and I actually know this for one. Good. It's you, a, it's a, you, it's you a tell Waldorf me what you think it is. It's what Waldorf. Is it? yeah, Waldorf. That's right. So we're, uh, we're locked in with Waldorf. They have locked in with the Waldorf salad. The Pink Floyd album is The Wall, and there's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It is the Waldorf salad. Nicely done. Eric and Marcus, you will not be charged your rebound. Your categories remaining, Eric and Marcus, do you want fruit or U.S. history? <laughs> what do you want, Marcus? I'll, I'll leave it, this up to you. No, uh, hell no. <laughs> wait, wait. How good are you at U.S. history? <laughs> No. No? Okay. Well, then no. I am what I eat, so let's go with fruit. I will remind both teams you still have your rebounds remaining. Here is your question in the category of fruit. The least favorite member of every fruit basket sounds like a list of chores your spouse might write for you. Dan and Scott, do you wish to lock in your rebound? Yes. Their rebound has been locked. Marcus and Eric, talk it out. I don't stand by this question because my, le- <laughs> my least say. favorite thing from the fruit basket is, or the fruit bowl, whatever you want to call it, is uh, the grape. They're never ripe. They're always just gross. <laughs> How so, dare uh, you? I as love he grapes. drinks wine. I love, I love grapes. 
I love grapes, just not in one of those fruit salads. Like they, they just, they're never ripe. They're not, they're just always just been sitting there for like three and a half months. It's just not good. And they're not ripe. So, yeah. All right. So it's honeydew, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the honeydew list. Yes, honeydew. <laughs> well, we are logging in with honeydew. They have locked in with honeydew, and Dan, you do not get to use your rebound. As honeydew is a correct answer, nicely done, nicely done. And I am working on mine, starting at seven thirty tomorrow morning. After after you ask that question, I'm just uh, like, how do I get that? What rhymes with grape? <laughs> that what they asked me to do. <laughs> and I am going to throw this out there. That is going to leave Dan and Scott with what I think is, honest to God, my favorite question of the entire night. All right, let's do it then. Your categories in U.S. history. The Confederate general who led the attack on Fort Sumter, thus starting the Civil War, sounds like a comedian Burnham giving someone best wishes. Marcus and Eric, do you wish to rebound? I do, but I, I don't have it right away, so no. I don't have it right away either. I, I have the first part of it. Yeah. yeah. No rebounds lodged. Dan and Scott, talk it out. Uh, Dan, how are you with your Civil War? I'm okay. Um, <laughs> give, giving someone best wishes. Oh, 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 okay. It's, it's Bo Burnham, right? Yes. Regard. Bo Regard. Bo Regard. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That's great. That that was worth me taking time out to be on the show tonight just to hear that question. That was amazing. Uh, my little brother, sadly, is much, much smarter than me. Much more clever than me. Better looking than me. Oh, Lord. We're not going down that rabbit hole. Your correct answer is, in fact, Beauregard. Nicely done. So we have swept the puzzle round. Feel good about that. And your scores going into the wager round is going to be 101 to 91. Dan and Scott with a 10-point lead. Here's how your wager round is going to work. I am going to give you three categories. You can wager your points however you want in these three categories. Doesn't matter how. You can wager only up to the amount of points that you have but you're going to wager based only on the category, not on the questions. Here are your three categories. Category one is World War One. Category two is retail therapy. And category three, a shout out to our sister podcast and my favorite trivia subject. Your category is boozy geography. Okay, we are heading into our wager round. All of the wagers are locked in. And we're going to start with question number one. Your category is in World War One. I. I will remind both panelists here, or both contestants here, uh, talk out via Skype or whatever you want, uh, but uh, you know, make sure you're able to lock in answers. I assume you all have each other's phone numbers and or Instagram profiles, grinder profiles, uh, grinder I only have sure. Marcus's grinder. <sighs> I'm, I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, I, isn't I, that I our next uh, our next uh, venture outside of uh, T Public? We're gonna go with OnlyFans. Yes. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> oh lord. People are gonna pay a lot of money for these cats. Here's your wager round. 
Question number one. Your category is in World War One. Most people know that the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand was the event that launched World War One. But in what present-day Balkan nation was Franz Ferdinand assassinated? I'm 100% on that. We can, we can uh, lock in. All right, Dan and Scott have locked in. Marcus and Eric talk it out. Maybe he wasn't. Um, the only thing I have to contribute to this is that Franz Ferdinand song that was popular, that one. What was it called? Uh, Take Me Out. Yeah, because of Madden. That's the only reason I knew it. <laughs> because of Madden. Yeah. That Madden oh, had an awesome soundtrack. Oh, boy. Wait, he wants, like, present day, so that's going to kill me. Um... I mean, you named to present day. <laughs> no, 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 but it's not. It's. Oh, okay. Oh. So well, no, then... he's asking for the present day, right? Yeah. So back then it was, it was Austria, Hungary, um, but it's no, like it was, a, that was a huge area. Mm-hmm. Um, and since that disbanded, it's broken into smaller areas. So Austria is its own country, Hungary is its own country, and then there's all these other. So I believe. It might be Bosnia. So I, I, you want to go with Bosnia? Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go with Bosnia. They have locked in with Bosnia. Dan and Scott, what did you say? He was killed in Sarajevo, which is in current day Bosnia and Herzegovina. All right, and the correct answer is, in fact, Sarajevo, which is in the the capital of the country, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Unfortunately, I cannot accept Bosnia as an answer as it's not its own country. Uh, the correct answer is Bosnia and Herzegovina. Dan and Scott, what was your wager? Uh, we wagered zero on that. They are still at 101 points. Eric, <laughs> Marcus, what was your wager? <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to. I'm glad I don't have to feel bad about this because when you said you want to check in with Bosnia, in my head I went, "Isn't it Bosnia and Herzegovina?" But I'm again uncultured swine and also the <laughs> dumbest person on this recording right now. So I was like, "No, nah, I'm going to keep that shit to myself." But uh, it doesn't matter because we also wagered zero. <laughs> <laughs> Your score is heading into the second part. Ninety-one for Marcus and Eric. 101 for Dan and Scott. All right, question number two in your wage around your category is in retail therapy. What store's catalog has over 208 million copies printed every year in over two dozen languages? This is more than the Koran and the Bible, making it the most widely printed book in the world. All right, let's 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 uh, lock in, Scott. Dan and Scott are locked in. Marcus and Eric talk it out. So as we were talking about college football nonsense, Eric was sending me things <laughs> that I'm just seeing. Um, Land's End came to mind, but I don't feel like it's that. I don't think it's bigger than like the Bible. I don't. I've I've never seen one. I mean. <laughs> I've okay. seen a Bible. So you said you you said you don't think it's J.C. Penny, which I agree with. 
But you did say IKEA, and that shit is everywhere. Everywhere. That's international. 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 So that's yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. Everywhere in the world, you can go to a fucking IKEA store. I go to one in Canada when the border is open, but it's not, so I don't go anymore. I don't ever go to Canada, even though I could drive up there in like two hours. They won't let you in right now. Love Canada. Canadian Walmart. Canadian Walmart. Change your life. Uh, No, I used to work in an outlet mall, and the Canadians would all come down, and I want to punch them all in the face. 100%. Yes. They're the worst. I when I worked in the our, the big mall in the area, um, you would walk out to your car at the end of the night on a big like holiday weekend, just sneaker boxes everywhere, like just they leave all their garbage and then go. <laughs> we so we had the unfortunate distinction that that store I worked at, we weren't an outlet store. We were the only one in the state, but we but we worked in an outlet mall where everything else was discounted. So they walk in discount discount. I'm like no, we sell jerseys full price. <laughs> You want to fill Kessel, or you want to you you want to Roberto Luongo? You're gonna play full price, and I know it's cheaper than what you guys get up there. So just shut up and just take it. <laughs> Anyways, so with that said, <laughs> I'm allowed to say anything bad about Canadians. I'm half Canadian, yeah. so that's, that's allowed. Suck it, Canada. <laughs> so we go with IKEA. Yeah, let's go with IKEA. <laughs> And knowing right, full well that Ikea it. makes up like 18% of our listener base. All right. Not Ikea. That would be really weird if they're playing this over the Ikea speakers. Canada makes up 80, 18% of our, of our listener base here at the Pub Trivia Experience. Uh, Dan and Ikea Scott, what did you say? everybody in to listen to the show. <laughs> okay, guys, it's time to listen to Pub Trivia Experience. <laughs> Dan and Scott, what um, was your answer? So I've got three of these catalogs in my house right now. Went for so, Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> Playboy's no, catalog. There's only one of those, and nobody knows where it is but me. Um, no, it's 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 got to be IKEA. They're, they're everywhere. I mean, those stores are everywhere, and then they send they send those catalogs out in the mail if you're on their mailing list and like that's why I said we got like three of them in the house right now this entire room is ikea stuff if you look around it so uh yeah we'll say ikea we'll take a tour of dan's house later they have locked in with ikea marcus and eric have also locked in with ikea dan and scott what was your wager on that question zero marcus and eric what was your wager 81 this literally all comes down to the final question. Your correct answer was Ikea. Your score is going into the final wager question. 172 for Marcus and Eric. Dan and Scott check in with 101 points. Your final category is in boozy geography. Here is your question. What European country that has been independent since 1291 but did not join the UN until 2002 has significantly more breweries per 100 residents than any other European country? They sit at approximately 120 breweries per 1 million people. I think it's... Keep in mind, you're not muted. Oh. Yeah, we're just... uh, 
we're doing about. what we we're doing what we normally do on our podcast, which, by the way, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP, and you can join the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast on Facebook and also the Bench on Facebook and interact with us, uh, where we just talk and then we go, oh yeah, but what about this? Type 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 type. type. <laughs> We do that all the time. Like, hey, but, uh, oh, ooh, I like that, but also type, 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 type. So also, too, um, and speaking of the, that podcast you just mentioned, Marcus, um, we have a store. So if you love Ikea, if you love Land's End, if you love Victoria's <laughs> Secrets, um, you can <laughs> – you can find a, our, our link to our, our store on TeePublic on uh, any of our social medias, whether it be um, – and when I say any, it's just Twitter and Facebook. Um, so Benchwarmers TP on Facebook or Twitter. All right. Yes. Yeah, all right. We are locked in. Marcus and Eric have locked in. Dan and Scott, talk it out. I'm just going to sniff okay, this highlighter. So this is what I know. I know that – Switzerland joined the UN late, like in the 2000s late. They have been an independent nation for a long time. They've been supplying the the private army of the Vatican forever. Um, It would make sense that they have a lot of breweries. It's it's just it's 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 checking a lot of boxes. Is, is... I'm when it comes to Switzerland, I I'm not one way or the other. You could say that I'm neutral. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, uh, I I don't know how much help I'm going to be here. Oh man, that was a miss you. on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, him and you and John Cena. I, yeah, I mean, if it checks that many boxes, I mean, if there's nothing else that checks as many boxes, then I say that we uh, just go with Switzerland. I mean, the only other one I can think of that's been around for, like, that long, I mean, well, I mean, England has been, but that they didn't, oh, man. No, the UN before. But they, they, they were members of the UN for... Right. For way earlier than that, though, it's the it's the UN part yeah, plus the exactly. really old country part. Yeah, yeah, it, it's got to be it's it's got to be Switzerland. Let's let's go with Switzerland. <laughs> All right. Is that a locked in answer, Dan? Yeah, we'll lock that in. Now, Dan, before um before we had brought uh, Marcus and Eric back on the show, you had a, a locked in guess. Before that question, before you'd even heard the question, just based on the category alone, what was that locked-in guess? Uh, my locked-in guess was Chechia, or the Czech Republic. All right. I, I thought the question was going to be something about the city of Pilsner. That would have been a good question. I should probably write that for my next game. Marcus and Eric, what was your guess? Um, just based on the, the, the UN joining the UN, I know Switzerland did in the early two thousands. So that was 100% a guess. We went with Switzerland. Both teams have locked in Switzerland. 
Eric and Marcus, what did you wager? Hold on, carry the one. Zero. Multiplied by 69. Of course. Nice. Zero. They have locked in with a zero-point wager. That puts them at 172 points. Dan and Scott, what was your wager? We wagered 81 points. 82 points, I'm sorry. 82. Carry the one. (laughs) Your correct answer (laughs) And if you don't know this, their their flag is in fact a big plus. Is Switzerland. Your final scores tonight from the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. Dan and Scott nicely done. One eighty three to one seventy two. How does that feel? Uh, it's a big relief. Big relief. I'm scared of Eric. He you needed me. more, um, more weird L trivia on this. You needed somebody on our podcast other than me is what I think you needed. For those that are Weird Al fans, we have an entire episode with uh, the Beard Al podcast that we did a couple week, a couple months back, um, and there is an entire opening round and an entire round dedicated just to Weird Al trivia. And Lauren and John showed up big for that game. Your final scores tonight, though, Dan and Scott, 183. Marcus and Eric, 172. Before we say goodnight, Scott, tell all of our listeners where they can find you and what you guys are all about. Absolutely. Uh, You don't want to find me, but if you want to listen to the other fine seven gentlemen that comprise the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, we are a sports trivia podcast. We, you know, cover everything from the Big Four to Snooker, uh, which is Dan's personal favorite. Uh, And we also have a halftime round that's entertainment questions that are, are sports related. So even if you're not a diehard sports fan, you may be able to get something out of it. And more so than just the sports, it's just uh, a lot of funny people. A lot of smart people and a lot of dumb people having a good time. So if you want to give us a listen uh, to wherever you get your podcast. And once again, just to reiterate, we are on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook group called The Bench. You can also just follow the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast on Facebook. And on Twitter and Instagram, we are at TP. The Bench is not just where I spent my high school baseball career. It's where you can find Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Uh, We were on there recently. I'm sure that episode will come out in the next probably two or three years because it's going to take forever to edit. But ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. We hope you had a good time. Find us on Instagram or Facebook at Pub Trivia Experience on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod because of those. Oh, and they're holding me back again. Those damn character limitations. PubTriviaExperience.com. If you have not done so already, five-star review, five-star rating, or write us a review. For the PUBG experience, I have been Chris, and for bench warmers, we they have been Dan, Scott, Marcus, and I forgot my name, Eric. It's like they can see who I'm pointing at through the screens. Everybody, have a great night. We'll see you next week. <laughs>